This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 21st of July in your Squiz today, counting the cost of lockdowns. Harvey Weinstein faces more sexual assault charges. Tokyo 2021 starts for the Aussies. And sexy beasts. This is your Squiz today. The speed at which governments are making decisions in light of the Delta variant was again seen yesterday, with South Australia going into a snap seven-day lockdown after five local cases were reported there. Victoria has extended their lockdown for another week, and three local shires in the central west region of New South Wales are also going into lockdown, all of which adds up to more than 13 million Australians staying at home. Claire, there's a bit of number crunching going on in terms of the economic impacts of these lockdowns. Yeah, there certainly is. Without a doubt, there's going to be a significant economic impact from these lockdowns. That mainly comes out of Sydney and Melbourne. They're accountable for 45% of Australia's economic engines. So to have those two cities sitting idle really will deliver quite a whack for Australia's economy. Uh, That is concerning economists and policymakers, of course, because we had such a good run through last year and were really in a great position as we headed into this year, but those economic woes aren't behind us and costs are adding up. Uh, Just looking at those lockdowns of Victoria and New South Wales as we currently know them to be, uh, that is ending in the next week or two weeks or so, uh, it's expected that that will cost Australia about $10 billion. So if those are extended, the costs are certainly going to add up. Some big numbers there. Of course, alongside this economic impact is the very real mental health impact. The uncertainty of lockdowns, the loneliness and isolation also taking a big toll on people's mental health. A new study from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare has shown a really sharp increase in the use of crisis helplines like Lifeline and other mental health services. Those services have certainly been hammered in the last 18 months or so, uh, but the good news is that despite uh, warning that the pandemic could lead to more people taking their own lives, that hasn't happened. Uh, that doesn't mean that mental health isn't front of mind. Certainly uh, health services and employers and the government really do have that at the top of a priority list. A recent survey from PwC showed that for the first time, mental health and wellness has overtaken the cost of living as the most pressing societal issue. It is a tough time. If you do need help, reach out. We've put some links to services in your episode notes. Making news just this morning, Claire, former Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein, has been extradited from New York to California to Los Angeles to face trial on 11 sexual assault charges. Yeah, that involves five women. There have been legal manoeuvrings for many, many months for that extradition to happen uh, and many appeals that he has lost and that has now uh, taken place, as you say, overnight. What his lawyers said is that he wasn't well enough to travel to Los Angeles to face those charges, but the courts disagreed. Weinstein has denied these latest charges. He's currently serving a 23-year prison sentence in New York. If he's found guilty of these latest charges, it's likely that he will spend the rest of his life in jail. 
Still overseas, and we've been keeping across the situation in Haiti, where President Jovenel Moisi was assassinated two weeks ago, Interim Prime Minister Claude Joseph has announced that he will hand over to a man called Ariel Henry, who's being urged to form a new government and organise presidential elections within the next few months. Yeah, and there were those locally who wanted Ariel Henry to take that job. But uh, in recent days, countries like America have also been supporting that move. That's because Moisi actually appointed Henry uh, to the job of Prime Minister just two days before his murder. Uh, So there were many who saw that as the right thing to do. Uh, Pro-democracy activists, though, in Haiti who had been protesting for many months for Moisi's removal over his conduct in office said that whether it's Claude Joseph or whether it's Ariel Henry, they're still the same kind of guys and they won't allow free or fair elections. Still a pretty volatile situation, one to keep an eye on. Back home now, and it was back in February that Crown Resorts was found to be unfit to hold the casino licence for their newly built Sydney casino in Barangaroo. That same month, Victoria opened a royal commission into Crown suitability to hold a licence for their Melbourne Crown Casino. That royal commission is in its final week of public hearings, Claire, and the lead lawyer is saying not suitable. Not suitable and what he had to say really does echo exactly the same sort of sentiment that was put towards that inquiry in New South Wales before that regulator said that Crown wasn't suitable to hold that Sydney licence. The Andrews government in Victoria has said that it's more than willing to rip up Victoria's licence if that's what this Royal Commission recommends. Uh, Certainly what they're concerned about are all sorts of things around their conduct when it comes to money laundering and also links to organised crime, but it seems to be their efforts to dodge a multi-million dollar state tax bill that's really got them riled up. Lawyers for Crown will make their final submissions to the Royal Commission early next month. Final findings are due in October. We've been counting down to the Olympics opening ceremony that's happening on Friday. But Claire, Australia is actually starting its medal quest today. I reckon if you really like being a smarty pants, today's <laughs> the day to take that opportunity. We're helpful The like Olympics that. don't start on Friday, they start today. So mm. it's the opening ceremony that's on Friday. And yeah, Australia does kick off front and centre today. The softballers are facing Japan and then tonight the Matildas, our women's soccer team, are up against New Zealand. Somewhere in there we'll also learn whether Brisbane has won the right to host the 2032 Olympics. It's all happening and of course we've mentioned it a few times but if you're a busy person who wants the latest talking points on the Olympics our Sport Today podcast team will be doing a little thing called the Tokyo Sprint a three minute wrap out each day of the games that kicks off on Friday in line with the opening ceremony for that one (laughs) we'll be publishing it here on the Squiz today so we've got you covered for the Olympics. He's described it as the best day ever. Claire, billionaire Jeff Bezos, has successfully returned from his trip to space. It was a short trip to space. It was Mm. 10 minutes and 10 seconds long. But, (laughs) yeah, when you're the richest guy on earth and, you know, you're rating what sort of days you've had in your life, it's really (laughs) something to say that uh, what happened with the Blue Origin was the best ever. 
He's not the first billionaire in space, but he did have the oldest and the youngest passengers on board. So they've got that for the record books. He also went 16 kilometres higher than Richard Branson did, but who's counting? (laughs) Yeah, they're not counting for sure. (laughs) Not at all. Not a race, no. (laughs) For those of us who can't jet off to space for a bit of fun and need to make do with good old Netflix, there's a new offering, Claire, a new show called Sexy Beasts. A bit different, but unusual. Usual, run us through the premise. Uh, it's a dating show. <laughs> and, I've up here. <laughs> and a dating show where the guests dress up with, um, well, let's just say a sort of mask on <laughs> that is in the form of an animal. And mm. the idea is you get to know someone's personality, not their looks. Sure. But as one commentator said, it's <laughs> just interesting when the masks come off, they happen to be very attractive people. Mm, funny about that. As one journo put it, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> Reality TV, where will you not go? I'll put a link to that one in your episode notes. Squeeze the day. Claire, what are you keeping an eye out for? One of my very favourite economic indicators, it's retail sales. We'll be getting that result for June, so it'll really close out the financial year to see how retail went across that really difficult financial year. Only you, Claire, would have a favourite economic indicator. (laughs) Oh, you're special. I will be keeping an eye out for that announcement about the 2032 Olympics. Well, it's a one-horse race, so you'd hope so. (laughs) Still, it's going to be a good moment. (laughs) That's all from us. Have a good one. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.